the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. We appreciate you joining us, man. April is just burning through (laughs) like a fast electric car off the line. And today we are discussing uh, several things uh, that have to do with hybrids and EVs and uh, EVs being called electric vehicles. That nickname for them is an EV. Right. If you don't want to say electric vehicle, because that's a long two words to say, I guess. You know, just use the little acronym, EV. How about just say, I have a car? <laughs> well, uh, okay. <laughs> but that could mean anything. That could mean that could mean an internal combustion engine car. That could mean a hybrid. That could mean an EV. There's a lot of things that could mean. Okay, unless we're talking about a Lamborghini or a 1969 <laughs> GTO. Do they, we really need to go into specifics? <laughs> well, not a 69 GTO, but they make Lamborghinis and EVs also, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that's now. what I said, but we're not talking about that. They make electric cars. <laughs> Every manufacturer now almost is, it, if not making an electric car, they're preparing to make an well, electric car. They're going right? to have, this is a problem. Even if you don't want to, you're going to have to. Because Cal, even California is saying, what year? All cars. Now, not trucks, I don't think, but all cars are supposed to be electric, right? And, and then they also have the thing coming out where we're not supposed to have generators no more, neither. I think it's by 2035, cars. Okay. So to sell a car in California, you're going to have to What do you electric. mean you're not supposed to have a generator? They're going to stop sales of generators unless it's mounted inside an RV. How's that going to work? It's not my plan, dude. (laughs) I'm just telling you what I read, okay? (laughs) Here's what it says. It says the sale of portable gas-powered generators will be banned starting in 2028 under a new law of California. See? That's what it says. So I need to go out and get me a really good Honda one right now. Yep. (laughs) You should have one installed. Yes, hey, you can have a battery-operated generator. No, but I'm thinking about checking into that because I have solar on my house. So, you know, and it's a good friend of mine that's an investment guy was I was talking to the other day, and he uh, he said to me uh, he was having a generator installed. I'm like, what are you doing? He's all, I'm telling you now, man, things going on. The grid's going down. It's going down. I was like, I got. I gotta, so I need a generator, and I also need to order apparently a bunch of food that that and, it stays on the shelf for and, forever. And honestly, I wouldn't get a look. I know whole house generators are cool and all, but I'm pretty sure. And I have a 600 gallon propane tank at my house because I bought my own tank. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that that thing would suck that tank down in like three days. So my thing is, I got a little like a 3,000 watt generator because I use it for my travel trailer too, but. All I want to do is power my refrigerators and stuff if something like that happens. And it's very easy on gas. It could last <laughs> days and days and days on like three or four gallons of gas. You know what I'm saying? True. True. So it, it, if if in times come, do I really need to be in my house with the air conditioner and the stereo and everything playing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, man, I tell you what, if I had to plug that my refrigerator into that generator outside... My refrigerator is built in. I'd have to undo all the trim no, to no, no, pull no. the refrigerator no, out. No, no, no. You, what you do is turn your breaker off and just plug it into a wall outlet. It'd go backwards. You can do that with phones, too. You can do that. That is true. You have to have a reverse plug-in, though. Huh. That, that's what I'm saying. But you'd, I would shut down your grid, though, so you're not pumping it out on the grid. But well, I mean. correct, yeah. I guess you just turn the main breaker off, right? Yep. Go out there and put, can you know that, with it like the, because what is it, 200, is it? But none of the 220 stuff would work then. 
Yeah, but I don't really need that stuff. I, we're in times, you know what I mean? It's not, we're not talking about luxury. I'm just talking about keeping myself alive here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, most people really, the only 220 thing you have is an oven or the AC on the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, can... no, no, I need the AC. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> anyway, all right. But we are talking about electric fields and hybrids uh, as we uh, uh, descend down this road of all of a sudden that we need a generator on our house. But my point is, is that, uh, um, oh, you know what, though? If the grid goes down and you have an electric vehicle, you're, <laughs> you not, going, you're not going anywhere. Just, this is all about control, I'm telling you. It's coming oh, no. down, dude. Here comes Kevin and his theories, <laughs> conspiracy theories. Well, at least I laugh about my conspiracy theories. <laughs> but if the grid goes down, as we know, which happened in San Diego one time, remember? I, I, they blamed it on some guy in Arizona flipping a switch. I find it hard to believe that one dude with a switch. Made I think this they all did. Happen. I think they did that on purpose. <laughs> I wonder if he got fired. Anyway, I don't know. Brendan will probably Google that and let me know if the guy got terminated or not. Well, that would be a major lawsuit afterwards, right? Because <laughs> this would be a big deal, right? <laughs> I don't. So I think something failed at a, at a big power switching station or whatever. That, but remember, my point is that San Diego lost power for like wasn't it like eight hours or something like that? It was a lot. It was it was it was in the afternoon. It didn't come back on until like ten. 11 no, this was at night. like eleven years ago, twelve years. ago. I know. Ago, that That's why something. I said it was like in the afternoon when the power went down, somewhere like two o'clock, and then it didn't come back on until like eleven. But you can't get diesel or gasoline either when power's down no, because those pumps, pumps require electricity unless you're somebody like me with a 12 volt pump and a long long fuel line that you could just drop down their tank and start right 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 emergency situation right just throw the garden hose down there siphon it out <laughs> it's a long way to siphon fuel up you can't get below it that's a tough sight have you thing. seen that you know with the price of fuel and everything right now have you seen them think the joke where them people are putting their uh, door rings on their right next to their gas caps and see if somebody's stealing their gas stealing their gas not a, I thought that was funny. <laughs> not a bad idea. But in talking about electric vehicles, that that like that truck, the ri, ri, Riven, have you seen one? They're on the road. Well, I know there's a bunch of different well, companies the, out that there. That one was like, the one that Ford was part of, and then they pulled out Ford. Is, is that the one in, from Ohio? Yeah. Okay. The ri, R-I-V-I-N, I believe it is a okay. ri, Riven. That it's one's an, actually supposed to be cheaper than the Ford F-150, too, brand probably, new. But it's ugly. Well, and it's four-wheel drive, too. It's ugly. Because it's got a motor in every wheel. Yeah, it's all wheel drive. Yes, correct. Yeah. Well, m- most car, a lot of electric vehicles do now, that now do huh? that now. Yes, yeah. So, um, but it's ugly. You know what? I don't understand. Why do they make electric cars so ugly? I, I don't get it. Aer- aerodynamically designed. You know, personally, I think there's some really cool looking ones. There know? are some cool looking ones. Wait a minute. I, I don't mind the electric pickup vehicles. Like, they look pretty decent. The Riven? The, yeah, the Riven. You like that? I think yeah. it's well, ugly. I think uh, Nokia, if they decided to actually make them cheaper next time, their uh, trucks looked pretty decent. That's a as well, phone. Too. No, no. There's a company called Nokia. <laughs> there's a there's a car company called Nokia. I know. I was and, messing with oh, you. Oh, yeah. That's true, too. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember Singular? Man, that was some times back then. But anyways. <laughs> Singular. <laughs> anyways. Uh, no, I thought their cars looked pretty good. It's just that, uh, again, it, it, they're so expensive to make in the first place. So okay, but they are right now. The cost will come down on them, though, over time. There's Hopefully. no question. Hopefully. I mean, they could make a car look like a Lamborghini, dude. It looked mean and it looked nice, dude. And it, it was aerodynamic. That's what I'm saying. I don't believe all this. It's got to be ugly to be aerodynamic. They're not all ugly, though. I'm just saying <laughs> that first design of electric pickup trucks, not, not only that, uh, maybe the part of the ugly part to me was that, like, the bed's real short. And you know, I'm thinking, like, what could you get in that thing? Totally true. Totally it's, true. Uh, the bed looks smaller than my Ford Ranger bed. Hey, That's why like I was a- uh, worried about, like, horsepower or uh like the power of the motor itself too when i asked you a couple of weeks ago like you know how there's pickup trucks that are going to have to raise the gas price or, or raise the prices on them uh for the mileage and all that stuff but you said no they're, they're gonna have the same power they we have well even more because electric motors have really good torque you can torque you can gear drive and torque an electric motor to like have serious torque and power anything you want yeah i because I, I, i'm thinking stereotypically no you need like real engine parts and things like that yeah. you can't use electric stuff you know what be the same but. that's you, the weird thing about electric motor you don't i mean you don't even always have to change the ratios for that thing to be torquey at any you know what i mean it can go straight out of the motor yeah the only thing i will say about that is to the more torque and the more speed you need out of an electric vehicle the faster you deplete the energy source 
So without question. So the harder you, just like with anything, well, same thing with a gas or diesel motor, the harder you work it, the more you burn the fuel. So you deplete it quicker. You get less gas mileage. Same thing happens with electrical stored power. Now, the thing about electrical cars that I really like is uh, you should Google what it costs to replace a battery on a Tesla. I just got a guy that called the other day and he was like, do you replace the batteries on these? Well, we can. We like, do, but let me tell you what it's going to cost you. Can't you buy a new car cheaper? <laughs> I heard. <laughs> it's like no, replacing the tires on those Some of things. these batteries up around 30 grand, <laughs> know, 25 there that, grand. There was that one guy who said his battery was this close of dying, and in order to replace it was so expensive that he decided, I'm just going to destroy the Tesla instead. So exactly. That's what I heard. I heard it's almost, it's like half the price of a new Tesla to yeah. replace the batteries. Of the smaller ones, yeah. So I, they range anywhere from 20, 25,000, something like that. The batteries are extremely expensive. Tires are too for them things. Whew. Yes. Now, <laughs> but 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 hybrid batteries and just folks, so you understand the difference between uh, I and most people do. But the difference between a hybrid and an EV electric EV is an electric vehicle, all electric. A hybrid has a gas or diesel motor with electric drive that works in combination. So it has a hybrid battery and all that. So it stores. Sometimes it works off uh, electrical. Sometimes it works off uh, conventional. Um, and it. You don't need to plug it in, although the second group of this was hybrid plug-ins, remember? Yep. There's been some of those, So, which means a larger capacity battery, plug it in, charge spends more time on electric, not much time on gasoline. But if you need it, it's there, right? Yeah. So um, there was a couple options with that. But uh, yeah, so. Um, hey, could you plug the Volt in? I know the Bolt does, but. Remember when Chevy? Because when Chevy first came out with the Volt, I didn't get to work on enough of these cars. So I didn't get the. I didn't get the. My problem is I don't do a lot of reading on them. I, I like to be hands on them while I'm reading my stuff. So I, and I and I never got to do that with one of those cars. So, um, I I wasn't sure if because I knew that they had a lot of problems with those. They only had like a three gallon tank or something mm-hmm. weird in them, and and that's why you never burnt the gas because the car actually got that good I, mileage I on the battery. Yeah, that was a plug in hybrid though. But I don't I don't remember. Well, for well sure. if the motor's not turning on though, how does it charge itself then? And they're not going through gasoline on it. It must have been then. That, that, that was my question. So it must have been, as far as I know. So one of those things for sure. But so you have the electric vehicle, you have the hybrid, hybrid plug-ins, um, and ob- then obviously conventional fossil fuel vehicles, which are diesel and gas, and just run off of that. So that's, that's a weird thing too, because the hybrids they do so depending how the engineer is, they do so many different things. Like some of them have electric in or electric motors, and the engine is just like it's kind of like a train; it just idles. So it's just putting current to the engine, and then the other ones, you know, they they, they put the they put the, the like the assist thing in, but the plate between the transmission and the engine. Correct. So I mean, they do it all different kind of ways. Manufacturers have made it all different ways. It seems a lot now that newer EV designs uh, with everything are going with an electric motor each on each wheel, also versus uh, having one electric motor that drives then through you know as far as that goes. So. They're coming up, you know, so most of them are four-wheel drive now also, or all-wheel drive, as we would say. Which is nice. Yeah. Well, well yeah. It's great for snow and all that. Uh, most of them uh, have the batteries uh, are, are underneath the vehicle, so it, it creates a very st- a positive stance on the vehicle where it's not wanting to flip over or anything like that. So as far as that goes, I just can't wait to have a four-wheel drive off-road vehicle that I rip a hole in the battery climbing over a rock or something <laughs> while I'm out in the middle okay. of nowhere. Once again, I'm not that guy that says this is an environmentally freeing. I think electric cars are very convenient for people. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you're going to save money buying this car. I don't Because you start replacing tires and stuff on them, they're very expensive. I don't look at them that way. I look at them and it's your convenience. I don't have to go to because going to the gas station, let's face it. Kind of like getting your motorcycle out of the garage. You got to go to right. Oh crap! I got to go to the gas station. Yeah. Nobody wants to go to the gas station. Right. <laughs> I mean, unless we're buying a a beer or soda. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it, it, convenience is definitely one of mm. the things that, uh, uh, like, especially you know, in in in, we're not against electric. I'm not against electric. I think like if you spend most of your day running around town and you do less than 400 miles in a day and you're all over the place. Electric plug-in vehicle is probably not a bad idea as long as you have a charging station at home and you get in. If you think it's environmentally friendly, well, if you have plenty of solar and you run that thing off, then you're, you're probably saving the environment a little bit. Um, but please understand that to get, uh, um, electricity just doesn't fall out of the sky, so it's not that environmentally friendly to make also. So when you know they start talking about all these light cars one thing it does do though which i agree environmentally friendly part is that it doesn't put their electric vehicle uh 
well, for the most part, is very clean for the air. And because the vehicle doesn't create anything, and electricity being created by natural gas, a lot of it is. Well, natural gas is probably the cleanest burning fuel there is out there for sure. It's definitely cleaner than gasoline and diesel. So that's environmentally friendly a little bit. You know, so there you go. I do too. You have just one. love in the world. I know. I have one question though, because you were talking about your your uh, your your buddy Ron has the new you know the new Mercedes one. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk more about that. Yeah, but does it have that feature on it where he can go to the grocery store, leave his dog in the car, and turn the air conditioner on? With the <laughs> is, is there any solar panels on the roof too? One hundred seventy five thousand dollars Mercedes. I'm pretty sure it's got every feature. on I'm it. just asking though. I mean, did he? I want to know. <laughs> uh, you know, I yeah. So it's uh, does that one have solar panels on the roof? I mean. Like, you know how they do, like, the glass roof, and it's it doesn't look like a solar panel, but it actually, you know what I'm saying? You know what? I need to, you know what? I didn't, it, the car's black. Okay. So I didn't pay that close of attention, to be honest with you. Okay. I need to look. Yeah, so I'm going to look. I'll okay. look. I, I just know. Because there, there were the cool features, like, you go to, the, like, I somebody told me that the Prius did it for a little while, that you could, well, it, it's a high-end Prius, too. It's not like the one of the cheapers. That they had, the roof was kind of a solar panel. That way you could leave your air conditioning running, like, when you're in the grocery store and stuff. Teslas have Do they that. do that, too? Tesla okay. has, um. Uh, panels on the See, roof of several of their vehicles. I, th- this is when you do stuff like this. I'm like, uh, okay, I'm interested in like a car. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a good idea. How many times you come out of the grocery store? Or, you know what? How often when you go out shopping and you might have to hit a couple stores and you might have grocery stuff, you know, that's cold in your car? Well, you you find yourself going home and then going back to store or, or going to a different store. You know what I mean? Because you don't want your stuff to spoil in the car neither. That's correct. Features like that. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As long as nobody can get jump in and drive away, it's all good. <laughs> well, that's going to happen. The I mean, you, know you what? come you... out, your car's gone, your dog's gone, your food's gone. I well, mean, that's why you need a, a mean life. dog, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. I got to have a security system, right? What kind of mean dog are you leaving inside your car? <laughs> That'd be a terrible idea, huh, Brendan? Uh, no comment. No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Things all barking and looking at the window. All right, folks, uh, you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer, San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM. We're going to take our first break, and we will be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house with me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to April Tuning down, tuning down, right? Yep. Running it down, down, down. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> We're having a heat wave out here, and I hear they're having a cold blast back east. So <laughs> it happens. It's been in the 90s for the last two, two, yeah, two days here and there. Yeah, yeah. It's all good stuff. Uh, I like warm weather better than I like cold weather, so it's all good. It's all good. All right, folks. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about electric vehicles and cool stuff. I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks up there in uh, North County for uh, 30 years come this August. So we're almost there, rolling up on 30. Uh, West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved and smog certified out there, taking care of folks uh for nine years in East County, yeah. West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, uh, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego. AAA approved, star certified, taking care of folks over there for five years we're at. Uh, just cruising right along, man. This has been fun. It's good stuff. I love fixing cars. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, our newest location is actually three years old now, right in the Golden Triangle, 5726 Miramar Road, East Gate Mall, AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks over there for uh, three years, like I said. Good stuff, right? Time Time flies. flies. Yeah, it does. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, my employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. So, hey, and what that really means is truly this. We would never recommend a repair on your vehicle. Wouldn't recommend to my own family members, my mom, my dad, my brother, my cousin, my sister. 
So we treat you like family when you're in, and uh, we would never, ever recommend something that is not uh, a quality repair or something we wouldn't recommend to another family member, for sure. So uh, that's our commitment to you, and that's what uh, we never put money ahead of people means to us. Stop in to have your vehicle service repaired and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. Um, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer our uh, our, our, our West Automotive Group uh, charge card, which uh, comes with six months uh, no interest on any time you use it. So uh, six months to pay off any repairs, kind of nice. Keeps your other cards free of uh, auto repair encumbrances, also. Uh, so it's a it's a good uh, good uh, good way to go for sure. So you can ask any of my service consultants or uh, service uh, managers at any location to help you with that. They can get you approved like snap. So all good. Just ask about it. Uh, take advantage also of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis. Let our experts diagnose your vehicle. If you think you're having a transmission problem, get in. Get it diagnosed by us. We see all too many times repairs are done on vehicles that uh, um, don't fix the concern, and they're in for diagnosis anyway, and uh, there's another repair on top of it. Uh, We don't want to see you have a repair done that you don't need. So make sure you get in, get your vehicle repaired uh, um, or diagnosed, I should say, properly, and then repaired properly. For sure. Uh, we also offer free shuttle rides to or from work or home, along with low-cost rental vehicles at all four of our locations. You can jump on to westautomotivegroup.com and check us out. Also, uh, um, um, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram from there. That's westautomotivegroup.com. You can see all about us. You can make appointments. There's all kinds of things you can do. You can see a lot about what's going on with the West Automotive Group from there. That's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also, from there, click on Automan, where you can see my Automan segments, my YouTube channel, uh, where they're posted every week after they uh, air on the CW News on Channel 6 or Fox 5 News on Wednesday mornings. Uh, You can check them out from there. So just go to westautomotivegroup.com and click on Automan segments. Or click on Auto Talk Radio. All the podcasts are put there each week when we're done. So you can uh, download them from there if you want and do whatever or uh if you would like to pick up us on the go or uh the podcasts are also available through apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, pandora deezer stitcher spotify iheart radio.com and tune in all you got to do is go to the answer san diego 1170 find auto talk radio right there and uh you can download it and take us with you you can also get the answer san diego 1170 app if you want to listen to us live you can do so and uh once again Auto Talk Radio, it's very, very, very takeable with you. you. Just take it everywhere. Yep. It's all good. So tune in and take it with you. Um, what better? You know, Brendan spends most of his week going in the car listening to us, uh, our uh, prior segments. I'm not joking you. I do that. I yes, know you do. do. You told me that. Yes, yes. I like the word takeable, by the way. That's takeable. Takeable. <laughs> very takeable. It's, it's yeah, good word. Good you word. can take us anywhere. We're takeable. Anyway, so tune in and do so and, and take us along with you. For sure. Uh, Yeah, just great stuff for sure. Anyway, and uh, today we're talking about electric vehicles and items like that. So uh, um, let's let's go ahead and uh, continue on with our conversation here. I got one question because they've coming out with all these trucks that are electric. Does anybody know what the payload is on them? I mean, can you tow a trailer with it? I mean, and how does it, I mean, if I was going to go to Akatia Wells and, you know, say leave the 15, go out the 76, you know, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. normal. Would I be able to make it there with the trailer on the back of that truck? Uh, I don't really know. The bigger question would be, would you be able to make it back? Well, th- th- that's what I meant when I say make it, or you know what I mean? Just make it there, make it back. I mean, because we know electric stuff under load, it draws so much more. So when I put that trailer behind it, which is going to be, you know, 10,000 pounds, because by the time, you know, the trailer's 7,000 pounds, you put a buggy in the back, put gasoline, water, fill the water tank, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're, what are we pushing, 10, 12,000 pounds? Let's see. The I, payload I, is 1,419 pounds. So it ain't happening. I still need my gasoline truck. Uh, it says here Rivian trucks, uh, they advertise that they can pull 11,000 pounds. And Ford says their F-150 Lightning can tow 10,000. Okay, for how long, though? Uh, they said for the first test, uh, they tested with a 2,000-pound camping trailer, and it only made 280 miles. See, I could never – I'd have – that's only 2,000 pounds, too. Keep that in mind, too. Put yeah. 11 – That's what, just the first test, though. They're still working on it, and they're going to improve, so, obviously. So in a key factor for driving the R1T's weight, which is the ribbon – Weight is a sizable 135 kilowatt hour 
battery pack, which is actually the second largest of three battery packs that will be offered on this vehicle. Now, see, so. if it had a solar panel roof and I got out the Akatia, if it sat out there for two days, it would probably recharge itself. I'd be okay with that. There's, see, there's functions that you need to have on these things to make them. But the payload is what you can put in the back of the truck and weight-wise. Right. Not, not what it can tow. No, no. Yeah, yeah. no. I was, just, I was just, you know. Because, you know, too, I so. think I, you know what, I feel my, because I think my big truck has like a, what, what are those, like 25, 27-gallon tank in it? Dude, I take another 50 gallons of fuel with me because I have to fill my truck back up once I'm – I've only got like a quarter tank once I get out there pulling all that weight with that truck. I have to – I take a – I put gas – I put. I have to fill the truck back up again, plus power all the toys while I'm out there, so. <laughs> I, I, I'll say that, you know, um, I, I think these kind of electric trucks are not there yet in terms of towing, going the distance, and that stuff. And I'm okay with that, but don't – Outwall everything if you're gonna. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. You, I can see that. That's where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. I got you now. So basically, I'm, uh, all I'm so, telling you is stick with Ford F-150 the, Lightning, possibly. I guess. Yeah. Probably the cool thing about like the Revens are the the Revens Revens, however you pronounce that. I don't Revian. know. Revians. Revians. Revians R1T truck is uh, rated at 800 horsepower and 900 foot pounds of torque. Well, I get it. I, okay. That's a that's I, a lot. Yeah, but I believe it has the torque. But am I only going to make it from my house to like Paula Indian Reservation, which is only about ten fifteen miles, and I'm dead? You know, I mean, that's my question. That's a here. good question. How far <laughs> can you tow? Here you go. Uh, it looks like 135 miles. <laughs> yes, I couldn't do it. How many miles is it out there? Back? I think it's a. Isn't it like? It's an hour and a half, so it's probably 80 miles out. Yep. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You'd be calling me to bring you a long cord. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that the it says 314 miles, but then it says uh has an EPA range of 314 miles, but it seems that oh, that's without towing. Its towing mode is 135 miles at 100% state of charge. Less than half the total. Okay, so there it is. 135 miles is for that you can tow with it. Yeah, but so tow you, how much weight, you, though? 11,000 pounds, Oh, okay. Right? Isn't that what you said? Uh, yeah, but yeah. we're going up the side of Palomar Mountain. That's going to change things. My foot's going to be all the way on the floor, too. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it says that <laughs> it says Rivian. And did they do that in, did they do that in like, out in the desert on the straight freeway? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it'll tow up to 11,000 pounds. The manufacturer warns that the range might be cut by roughly 50%, which is what they're talking about. So... Okay, you're going to tow 11,000 pounds. You're going to drive cross country up the side of Palomar Mountain. Yeah, 135 every 135 miles you got to stop and plug the thing in and charge it. You're going to be in dinner. That's like every hour I have to pull over. I mean, maybe a little more, maybe every 2 hours every I have to pull. Hours. And I'm not getting any information about the testing. They all all these tests say there was on a closed course testing facility, which means which, it's like in a wind tunnel. That's basically, what you, that's what we were talking about, and I'm not sure if that's true or not. So, to do this, to make this work, there would have to be charging stations uh, within every hundred to 120 miles from where you start mm-hmm. to and, make yeah, but, this okay, right. Okay, how long does it take to charge that thing? Too, because now I have to stop every two hours, or or well, hour. hour. It's hard to determine because it depends on how much charge status you have when you get there. Okay, that's from point if you're to close to zero. It could take probably quite a while. So, I, well, I, well, from what I understand, those fast charges up to an hour. Isn't that right, Brendan? Usually, uh, I have for a full charge for a 220 volt battery, it would be 13 hours for uh, <laughs> cars here. So, so now I do have they do have the Hummer EV. And they do have a one-hour charge, and also there's another one that says 58 minutes. So it depends on your battery. It depends on the car, all that different stuff. And again, I, I see as technology gets better and better and better, A, you're going to see what you want specifically, which is more towing and more mileage with the towing involved. And again, faster charges for batteries because people want to get in and get out quickly. You know the weird battery. thing is and, – and don't get me wrong. I love great fuel mileage. But when you're towing, I don't always factor that in because I'm like, I, I just don't see it happening because you're under load all the time. It, you just, even with electric car, I don't see myself getting good mileage out of something when you're towing lots and lots of weight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this, so I'd like to there, see it, but you know, Rivian says when it's, I said time for full charge, it says 13 hours. 
That's what it says on our lines like that. So I drive. So, for, so I drive. you drive for 110 miles, and you got to wait 13 hours to charge if you're towing 11,000 pounds because you just cut it in half. Well, you, and once again, keep in mind that's a completely dead battery. So let's say you have no power left in the battery. Well, how much power ready? are you going to have if you're towing a full payload and it says it only lasts 120,000 so miles? Technology is going to get better. You're going to see that cut time cut in half by another two years. I so, think, so if and let me top this off. <laughs> I gonna pay sixty seven thousand dollars for a truck I could drive one hundred twenty miles and I have to plug it back in. That's not convenience. This is not bashing to me, anyways. I'm just saying we need both of them. One's convenient. One's when they're try- this is my problem is when you're trying to get rid of one of them. See, well, what are you doing so, that for? You know what I think. So <laughs> this truck is is uh, would be great if you're like a construction guy. You know that yeah, like like a carpenter or convenience. something like that. And you could and you cruise around town all well, the time. Well, not that you could charge your bat, you could charge your little, you know, your, you know, your drills and stuff during exactly. the day. Because you know what I'm saying. Well, I, and that's what the F one fifty does. That too, thing is that's sweet for those things, but there's certain things like like if, well, if you're going to go travel to the desert, it has in town. So in town, not towing, you you get 314 miles out of it. So you could spend all day running around doing your yeah. thing and just plug it in at home at night, and you'd be fine. And that and that way you have your plugins and stuff that you can charge your batteries and stuff on your you know your drills and stuff like that. You know, so correct. So the point I'm getting to, which I think you are too, is cross country or or towing your toy box out to the desert. Things like this is probably not the not the vehicle for me. For it's that. not for me. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Well, it's not for anybody because you're going to have to walk home. I would like to have a little, you know, like the bolt. I'd like to have a little bolt to run around town in, dude. Yeah. But I just don't. This is my problem. I don't run around town that much that I don't see it. I don't see me going out and spending that kind of money. Just You drive all the way down here to go be on the radio. Yeah, but I, I have an S10 that's paid off that I'm driving right now. I, I, it doesn't factor in if i'd have to make a five to seven hundred dollar a month payment on a car payment but they're gonna crush your car in eight years i know they're already trying to crush my little saturn it gets 40 miles again you know all right, <laughs> all right folks you're listening to auto talk radio on the answer san diego 1170 uh in 96.1 fm we we are getting into a great discussion here which uh has to do with mainly evs i mean we're talking about some hybrids but uh the thing with hybrids they can do everything that your normal car can do because you can put fuel in it. So, uh, you know, you can even plug in ones will operate and recharge themselves off, off the engines if need be, uh, off the fossil fuel engines. So really a lot of this has to do with today's new technology about electric vehicles and where we're headed in this state. What, what is it? 2035, right? That, uh, they can't manufacture can't, 20, 20 in 2026 cars have to go over 40 miles per gallon uh-huh. is the new one and yeah. then by 2035 every vehicle is going to be I thought that's like, sold wait a minute, I thought not every cars. vehicle oh, in the state every that's vehicle state. that's no, no, sold, no. Sold, sold new new, new. Yeah, yeah, but you can still sell used new. vehicles but it's, new. Ca- it's cars too it's not trucks right it says vehicles, vehicles. so i'm assuming what? that includes trucks i, th- I thought we statement. looked it up once though that it, it was something about like a 2500 or something you could still buy there's gasoline pro- i'm sure there's different rules in there i have to look it up but anyway you're listening to auto talk radio on the answer san diego 1170 at 96.1 we're going to take a break real quick we'll be right back after these messages there's more auto talk education and empowerment on the way here on auto talk radio Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. We appreciate you joining us. We're doing a whole segment here on uh, electric vehicles, some really cool stuff that we're talking about. Uh, We appreciate you joining us. Uh, good stuff though. I forgot to start my timer. It's all good. Try to keep track so that we stay, uh, stay, stay on track here all the time when we're doing a show. Brendan uh, gets mad if I run over. It's like a chimpanzee banging on the window inside the <laughs> studio. Stop! 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 So, anyway. Starts opening doors, throwing things, you know, stuff like that. Anyway, we do appreciate you joining us though here this morning. Uh, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries. Battery for every need. Interstate batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. There is no question about that. Number one technician recommended battery worldwide. Uh, Interstate battery, battery for every need. Highest quality out there. So if you need a battery for uh, 
one of your vehicles, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, get an appointment, and we'll get you an interstate battery installed. If you need a battery for any other need, check them out at their storefronts, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or La Mesa and University, 70th and University in La Mesa. They are the highest quality batteries out there. Grab yourself up one, put it in your vehicle, have a happy day. You know, interstate batteries have really been good to me. I, I have one on every one of my cars. And mm. you know what? Time to time, I do have an issue with but I got to tell you this. They've always taken care of it. When To me, it's somebody that, and it's no questions asked when I've ever had a problem with one of their batteries. They just take it back. Correct. So, I mean, in that, I'd rather pay a little more for something to have service like that. Cause yeah, and we don't have that many problems with them. No, I don't. I'm just saying, I, you got to remember, I'm a car guy and I got a ton of batteries and everything, boats, but I'm just saying, they're the one company that I don't have a problem with. When I buy their batteries, they're very, you know, they take care of their stuff. If if I do have an issue with something, they're very, you know. Helpful. Yes. They stand behind their product. 100%. For sure. Good exactly. Stuff. Exactly. That's how it's done. Well, and that's a good way to have it done. That's for sure. But uh, all good stuff. So what we're talking about EVs today. Now we got on, we, we were talking about the Revian. Rivian? Rivian. No, we were talking about the Chevy Silverado. No, we were talking about the Rivian. Then oh, we yeah. went to the Chevy Silverado. Yeah. That's what we're talking about now. With the towing stuff. Because yeah. it can tow 20,000 pounds up to. Yes. And it has a, it's advertising a 400-mile range. You said you were asking about the charge, but, I think, over the break or we were going to go to break. It advertises that every 10 minutes of charge is 100 miles of range. So based on that, it should only charge uh, take a full charge in 40 minutes. Correct. For that, so. Uh, that's that, not yeah. that bad, in all honesty. I could spend forty minutes on the side of a road trying to charge a battery. <laughs> well, this was a pull over for lunch. If you get four hour, if you got four hundred yeah. miles by then, you'll be so, around lunchtime. Pull I'm going gonna, to tell an EV story here in a minute that that you'll really appreciate, Kevin. You'll you'll like. Well, okay, uh, and it has I, to do with a Tesla, but I, we'll we'll get there in just a minute. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I don't want one now. <laughs> no, it was a great story. It's a good, really good story, though. So, um, but uh, uh, what I was going to say, it does say that tow, uh, so if you tow capacity with theirs, um, you would reduce the battery usage by up to 35 to 40%. So almost, once again, cutting it almost in half. So the distance. So uh, what was the range? You said 400 miles. It's a, Yeah, it said 400 miles. So you get 200 towing. Yeah, uh-huh. And it, so if that's the case, then... 20 minutes of charge so and like you said get a lunch and come back and it's fully charged let me ask you this question to drive i mean and believe me i've had people pass me with with trailers behind them doing 80 mile an hour which is not smart no not but to drive a normal speed when you're towing something heavy you know like 55 60 mile an hour how long does it take you to go 200 miles when you're doing that speed i've never actually you know what i'm saying so was that like a three-hour trip 200 miles at 55 miles per hour is three hours, 38 minutes, See, and 10 it's seconds. it's time to pull over for lunch anyways. Yeah. The same. <laughs> yeah, but that's without any no, anything. I know, and I know. and depending on that. the road, if you could stay at 55. Yes, exactly. So that's like a flat, straight road, 55 mile an hour. Yeah. Good luck trying to get through L.A., though. Let me Who you. drives 55 mile an hour? Well, I could tell you. Okay, I do what I'm towing. I do. I was going to say Sammy Hagar doesn't drive 55. No. <laughs> I'm that guy. When I'm towing, though, I do do 55 mile an hour. Cause, exactly. Because you don't want stuff getting loose on you. Well, I should say it's different what you drive to. I mean, a tractor truck's probably well more stable than my truck is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm only driving a 2500 HD. Well, so I don't want to be doing, I don't want to be, because I know when I have that much weight behind me. I just feel my truck feels the most comfortable around 55, 60 mile an hour. I feel like I have control of the truck. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I would say 55 to 65 mile an hour is a good range to stay in when towing for sure. Well, yes. I mean, towing a lot of weight, you know what I'm I mean, yeah, even little stuff is not a good idea flying because. No, because no, the trailer does this. Yes. Yeah, we don't like that. Anyway, all good. Uh, back out of towing. We're going back to talking about EVs now. Well, we were. Uh, we're talking about towing with the EV. I, I understand. <laughs> so um, here's kind of some cool stuff it goes like what it costs to outfit six homes with ev chargers hmm. so uh six uh took six of his editors uh from cars.com and, and with 200 volt 40 volt home chargers preparation for promised uh, flood of new electric vehicles and questions potential current owners should have uh with installation ranges from simple to elaborate half in garages other half outdoors we got a glimpse of how tricky this process can be and how expensive an average of $3,817 all in. We found the cost to be higher than expected, 
though all the installations were in Chicago and the surrounding suburbs. So what do you think it cost here in uh, San Diego? Also, we all used one company that's highly experienced with EV chargers, which is probably, and licensed, of course, which is probably a good idea. You probably don't want Bill installing your EV charger that's never done one before. It's probably be a bad idea. They got permits, which was probably important to do if you're having a 240-volt charger installed. Spoil most rebates and incentives provide a vexing process. Uh, and our price breaks down and excludes the federal alternative fuel refueling product, which covered 30% of the installation completed for December 31st, 2021, which is passed now. Um, you can't use it. Anyway, related electrical vehicles, understand technology. Um, side of the house, finished installation. Nine hundred uh, installation nine hundred dollars charger forty eight amp charger seven hundred forty three dollars permit ninety five dollars three hours that one was seventeen hundred thirty eight dollars to install it would be the cheapest least complicated installation was mounting a level two charger right next to the meter on the side of the house that's true rather than tapping into the service panel in the basement drilling through yeah so that's true that's the easiest put it they put it right next to where their panel box is where the feed is and they uh-huh. could plug right into it right so. That was the cheapest. So you're you're talking about $2,000 is the cheapest you're going to get away with any charger. And that's probably not where you're going to want it. Uh, detached garage with service upgrade. Holy smokes, $6,900 to install that charger. Now, we're talking about EV chargers okay, here. Okay, can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Was that just a standard EV or was that for a specific car or was that? 48 amp. Wallbox level two charger. So it would work on any car then? The, well, the, keep in mind, these all work on any car because I know, I, they I, have the same plug-in. I, I, the only reason I was asking is because you know how kind of like Samsung phones have the same plug-in as all this other stuff, but if you try to use other things, it won't charge as fast. You know what, get what I'm saying? That's why I'm asking. Okay. I, I don't think that's the case in this. I think you, you know, if uh, what matters is uh, uh, 48 amp, amp. the amperage okay. is probably what matters on these the most. Level two charger. Installation was six grand. Charger was seven fifty. Permits one hundred twenty five. Two days to complete. Oh, challenges. Service upgrade from one hundred to one hundred fifty amps required. Sixty nine hundred. Northern suburb was our most expensive, resulting from two things. One was distance from the house to the garage, which required installers to dig a trench through the yard and tunnel under a paver. So separated garage is a problem. Okay, one question. Uh, standard in the most houses is a hundred amps, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot of houses. Yeah. So that's why they had to upgrade it to one hundred fifty amps, right? Yeah, typical. Uh, typically, a house with a hundred amp service will have a hundred amp service, but this one already had two boxes connected just to have enough slots for its obsolete pushmatic circuit breakers. Installers replaced these side by side boxes with a new one, large panel wiring, new service panel, and required two grounding rods. Interesting. Well, I got like three grounding rods. I don't know. When they put the solar panels on mine, they were pounding them in all over the place, dude. <laughs> attached garage uh, number one. This one is $2,100 installed. Uh, let's see. Attached garage installs can be among the simplest because they don't require sub panels, trenching, or like. It's just a matter of how far the garage is from the electric service panel and what's in between them. In this case, the service panel was 200 amps, was in the basement. So it was 200 amp house installed. I had to drill through the ceiling, floor, and water. Route conduit. Attached garage number two was $3,800. 40 amp charger. So there's different levels of chargers. Interesting. This is cool stuff, though. Townhouse with remote parking. Oh, here's where you get into a good one. Hey, can they? This can they, is a $4,500 installation. What I want to know is can they do it like a cell phone where you don't have to plug it in? What do they call that? You know, where you can drop your phone on the pad? Bluetooth? No, you drop it on the pad and it charges. You drive your car over a pad and it just yeah, charges. That'd be cool. Like you pull in the oh, garage, dude. Brendan, starts- you, you should design that. That sounds awesome because they actually have that in cars now where uh, now you don't have to plug in your Apple cord or anything. They literally have a pad inside yeah, correct. your car now. Yeah. But it would be a big round pad no, underneath the concrete for your car and you just park in your that, parking space and it starts charging. Dude, we're going to get there at some point. I'm telling no, you. Well, normal. they should do that at like grocery stores and stuff too because that's less pe- things for people to de- de- vi- or, or not vi- v- vandalize, uh, less things to get stolen off I the was, machine. Well, uh, there's the Amazon grocery store where you could just grab things off the shelf. It'll automatically scan for you. Therefore, you already purchased it. But you know if you what? don't want it, Put it back, and it'll automatically, automatically return There's it. one of those Amazon stores up in Temecula, and I haven't been in it. But now that you said that, now I want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's. Do a, they charge it to my account on Amazon? That's what they say, yeah. Right on. 
So this one is a townhouse with remote parking. So you 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 know, which uh, there's a lot of people that are going to want to buy electric cars that don't have a house with a garage. Oh yeah, for sure. But you can or put, can't it, park right next to the residence where the electric panel. Yeah, is. but that's why I said if you had one of those pads under the asphalt, or or even you know, you could just pull in your driveway and boop, start charging. Well, you, so you got to install that. That's going to be more than forty five hundred dollars to install one of those at your residence. Remember, I said convenience. <laughs> I didn't say it was cheaper or anything else. Dedicated parking space off the alley, a very lengthy 140-foot conduit run, including a span underground through a neighbor's property, post-mounted charger. On the upside, it was a lawn rather than concrete, and there's no, yeah, whatever. Uh, smart meaning they need, they had to put in a Wi-Fi repeater because these are all smart-based. These chargers are. Oh, so. So the Wi-Fi has to turn it on and off and all that stuff because you got to well, have. Well, that's how you control yeah. it, I believe. Only approved operators can use it. Juicebox 40 was able to connect to the internet, report electricity usage, ensure that only approved operators could use charger solution has been dodgy and remains so. On this job, complications extended the install time. Oh, townhouse number two with homeowners, that $3,900 install. Well, th- there was beautification costs involved. <laughs> I, I was going to say, how long did it take them? You had to, to, you had to make your charger look like a tree. Well, first of all, I'm thinking, how long did it take to get approved for this? Because you know how homeowners associations are. So I'm like, that could have took three years. I'm already on to my new car. I don't even. Yeah. And permits a necessary evil. The real bummer would be, well, once you have the electric service ran to where the charger is, even if you had to change out chargers. All that stuff's still there, so it'd be simple at that point, right? Yeah, but I'm thinking we're going to move on from something from electric to something else by then. You know what I mean? <laughs> I doubt it. Permits are fifty to one hundred fifty dollars to do this. This is just all great information. If yeah, you know, I mean, as we're headed down this road, how much does it cost to charge an electric car? This is a great question, don't you think? So, I, I, you know what? It probably depends if you have solar panels, doesn't it? Well. An EV can become one of the power-hungriest things attached to your house, but don't forget your gasoline budget will probably go down at least as much, possibly considerably more. How much extra electric vehicle depends on factors, not but not fear, doubling or tripling of the average bill. It's easily determined and likely won't result in doubling. You know what, Brendan, when I got here, the, yeah. I noticed there was a couple new cars sitting in the parking lot, Yep, and they were little little cars. My thought is, though, I mean, and I have nothing wrong with those cars, but my thought is just because gasoline went up a dollar more a gallon, the, financially, is that a good decision to go out and buy a car? I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean that, that's a lot more money. <laughs> so I see. That's what I'm saying. I'll just keep driving. I mean, even though my S10, you know, probably burns a little more gas than, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it, financially, that didn't make sense run. to make yeah. $600 a month payment. I know. I know. <laughs> to so, save $30 well, in gas. So here's an idea. So. I, I don't know what electricity costs per kilowatt hour right now. To be honest with you, I don't watch it. I have solar on my house, and the electric company has to give me a credit every year Okay, on my house. I, so well, I, not mine. I have yeah. people living. So. Well, so do I. <laughs> I run a hot tub and all that stuff all the time, but I, I'm the only one there with the AC, That's what I'm so saying. it's just me. That's what I'm saying. But, Nobody's going in and out the doors and all that stuff. No. but uh, um, So I don't know in San Diego if it's 28 cents kilowatt hour. It's uh, currently, by the way, 19.9 cents kilowatts per hour. It so, is? Yes. Wow. That's the current cost in California. Okay, so wait a minute. What they're saying here is uh, the energy loss when taking power from the grid and transferring it to the battery, so you're paying more than simply what the car is using. Driving 1,000 miles per mile, a nice round number, you take 0.28 kilowatt hours time. Oh, 0.28 kilowatt hours times 1,000. You get 280 kilowatt hours, then multiplied by the rate of, well, they 13 so set 13. 14 cents a, a per uh, kilowatt hour is what they used here. So they're about 5 cents shy per kilowatt hour, right? Because you said it's 19 cents a kilowatt hour, right? So um, they say it, at 14 cents a kilowatt hour, 38.50 for 1,000 miles. $38.50 a thousand miles. So let's change that. Hey, you're talking 50 bucks. 50 bucks a month uh, in electricity fees at 19 cents a kilowatt hour if you drove 1,000 miles a month. So, I mean, okay, so let's say you drive 2,000 miles. Remember, people are going five, six months and 5,000 miles for oil changes now, right? Okay. On a lot of cars. So, so that's six months and 5,000 miles. So, I, that's reasonable. That's actually well, I good. I mean, I, it's better than I thought. So that's why you, I was. If you drove 2,000, a bunch of miles a month, 2,000, you doubled the average of what people drive, then you would be looking at 100 bucks and feel every. I, I, I spend way more than that gas right now. I got one question, though. <laughs> 
because we're on a tier system here. So my normal electricity in my house is going to be on the first tier. Okay. I start plugging things in, it's going to put me in the second and third tier. So then let's do this. Well, let's Ooh. even double it, though, and say that you had to pay 40 cents per kilowatt hour. You're, you're, still, you're still spending $100 per thousand miles then, which is way cheaper than because I'm telling you now, I'm spending $90 for like 300 miles, 317 miles. I know this for a fact. Cause, right. So that I, I, I say I'd be saving like $150. But we got to go again about if you need to fix the battery, it's going to be pretty expensive to do that. But you still got to fix a regular car too. Yeah. I know. Oh, I know. And then I'm just, the, I'm just that's not the part. Here's what you don't have to do. The best investment. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it is. It's, you have to pencil all this out. And these and what we're talking about today is things that people don't think about. So when you know they, it sounds great, but then but what, there are a couple things you don't have to do. You don't ever have to change the engine oil and filter on these the, cars. There is. You don't yeah, have to right. do that. So and now everything's synthetic. So that's a hundred bucks for every five thousand miles you need to do that. So you're you're not going to be doing that anymore. That's for sure. It, you don't have to smog the car ever. This is the thought process of a person looking to buy a car, though. This shouldn't be the thought process of a person saying, "I think it's going to be cheaper to go out and buy one of these cars." Because by the time I make my five hundred dollar a month payment and all this other well, stuff, well, on top there's, of actually, there's car insurance you have to deal with. Yeah. there's car registration. Well, the, this is a great. Thought, no, this is the thought process that it should be of somebody that wants to buy one going yes, through all these different but things. But not to do it for a financial reason. You I just I'm... found it very interesting. That's why I wanted to do this show. Um, I just thought that it's like really cool as far as that goes. Folks, uh, we appreciate you joining us for this segment. It has been, and there's so much more we could talk about on EVs. We appreciate you joining Auto Talk Radio here on uh, uh, The Answer San Diego 1170 and uh, 96.1 FM. Uh, and we're just bringing you some information on EVs because this is kind of the way we're going, and we don't know. We hope everybody keeps the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Until next week, this has been Auto Talk Radio. Bye. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.